we get to a place sometimes where we have to make too many regrets. We wish we had done something. I don't know how many years I have left. No one knows. And that's probably a good thing. But I don't want to be 85 years old looking back on 15 years of not doing anything because I didn't know what to do or I was afraid. Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Today, I'm really excited to have Mary McCartney with me. Mary's a 70-year young widow who's the founder of Don't Die Before You're Dead movement. Her message is that in order to avoid living in the land of regret... We need to live every day as fully as possible and not put things off until later. Mm-hmm. Later may never come. So live now because that's all that we're certain about. Mary, thanks for uh, joining me today. So excited to be here, Jackie. Thank you for asking me to come and join your show. And uh, I welcome the opportunity to, to share my message because uh, I think it's important. And I think what you're doing is important. So th- I think we're very much in sync and thank you. Ah, oh, you're welcome. I'm really excited about it. And when I saw the the message, the don't die before you're dead, I mean, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's there's so much out there. And you know, you, you step off the, the, the work train, so to speak, you hit the uh, retirement age, whatever that might be for you. And then people just wonder what, you know, what's next. Mm-hmm. So what, what got you started? What, what made you decide to um, get this movement going? Well, as you mentioned, and thank you for the compliment, I will be 70 in a couple of months. Uh, Most of my friends are in their 50s because I find that my peers of my age group have settled into a life that is less than exciting for me. I think life is full of opportunities and I want to get up and hit the road running. Um, so I think it's it's been a while that I've been living this way because I'm an active person. So it just seems natural for me to seek out active people. And I realized that some, once they get into retirement, they don't know what to do with themselves. So how do you help them? How do you decide for people or not decide for people? How do you (laughs) share with people what they can be doing? Well, I think the key message for them is to, well, if get them early enough is to say plan before you retire, but I believe it's never too late. So the message is really do what you can start small. You might be surprised at just how much fun doing something different is. I mean, we always talk about, oh, if only I had the time. If only I had the time, I'd do this. Well, now you have the time. And so now what are you saying? So try something. Do Start something small. And you might just decide that, you know, getting out of the house is good. Right. And that's the key, I think. 
you say, at first they say, well, I never, I don't have time for things. I'm going to do it later when I've got more time. Then the time comes and they say, well, you know, I'm a little bit stiff. I'm a little bit sore. I don't have the energy. If they just get out of the house and do something, the energy comes, doesn't it? I believe that's very true, Jackie. I think, uh, you know, our body gets lethargic if we're not using it. And it's like, if, you know, like we've learned that all through our lives, I think, that, you know, use it or lose it. And we have all these cliches running around in our head, but that's not where they belong. They believe, I believe they belong in in action, like taking action and doing it. You know, life is short. Okay, we all agree. But what are you doing about it? You know, some people say that readily, but it doesn't seem to translate into any kind of change in their life. And yes, I mean, you've said, mentioned I was a widow. My husband was a physical fitness guy. Um, not so much for me, but he swam every day. He was a national swim champion and he was struck with an illness that um, basically it was like an extreme ALS case. It, it robbed him of use of his body. And so for four years, I was just 24-7 caregiver, and I just put things aside for a time. But it really taught me that we don't know what's coming down the pipe. We don't know where things are going. And if we have forsaken our enjoyment and our dreams and our goals right now, what's going to happen? I'm sure there are a lot of people that are looking at this whole COVID situation, realizing that maybe they were waiting for things that they haven't been able to do. And now all of them are wondering, when am I going to be able to do it? Am I going to be able to do it? Exactly. Well, we had this huge unknown hanging over our heads, right? Yep. So yep. I would suggest that we be hopeful and be optimistic and, you know, pick up our spirits and go out and do what you can. Yep. That's you know, exactly. and be safe, be careful. But there are things that we can do that is going to be good for our physical well-being. And as well as our mental well-being. And I'm a little concerned about the mental aspect right now. If people are under such stressful circumstances, what can they do to, you know, make sure that the activity will alleviate some of that mental stress? Yeah, I think you're right. It's really hard. I, I, I also tell people, I told my kids this all the time. Even if you're not feeling like doing it, smile, because <laughs> it changes the whole feeling and the whole energy inside your body. You know, it's hard to be down when you're smiling, even if the smile's forced. Right. You know? And after a while, it's not forced. It's hard with the mask, <laughs> but I think we smile with our eyes. So, yeah. you know, I agree 100%. I think it's mindset and we have a choice. And primarily, I talk a lot in my, my presentations, I talk a lot about choice, we do have a lot more choice about where we are than perhaps we'd like to take ownership yeah. of. I think you're right. And you talk, uh, you talk about your <laughs> courses. You do a lot of different things. I noticed on your, on your website, you you call yourself a professional smarty pants. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm guessing that came from the comedic side of things, the, the way you, you look at stuff a little bit sarcastic, perhaps. Can you talk a little bit about that? I raised four boys. <laughs> um, yes, I was blessed with a great sense of humor, actually. And that, that has instilled in me um, the, the, the strength to carry on when things have been tough. My life has been very strained on a lot of different levels. Uh, sometimes I, I look at what's gone on in my life and I think it's some big drama that, uh, you know, you'd watch on TV and it couldn't happen to any one person, but it has. But the sense of humor has been 
I don't know, my, my saving grace, if you will, that um, I, I, can, I can really laugh at myself and the circumstances. And I mean, for instance, going skating, I haven't been on skates for 30 years, but I went out skating with my five-year-old granddaughter and I put on this bright pink helmet, my bicycle helmet, and I'm out there and two things, I don't see anybody my age and nobody's wearing a helmet. But I took a nasty fall, and I tell you, I heard the crack of my helmet on the ice, and I, I was very thankful that, you know, I didn't do more serious damage to my head because I was willing to look a little foolish, you know. And, and sometimes people get so wrapped up on what other people think of them that they don't enjoy what they could. Do I look foolish? Yes, but I never knew a soul that was there, so... What do they do? Go home and talk about this lady, this old lady wearing the helmet. Nobody knows who I am. It doesn't matter. I had fun. (laughs) And that's what counts, isn't it? Well, I'm making memories with my granddaughter. Yeah. And that's, I think, the thing that's going to serve us well through all of our time is the experiences and the memories. You're not going to have those if you're sitting on the sofa watching TV. That's some memory. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's 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 something to like my children all have I have four boys and they all have the same kind of quirky sense of humor and sitting around a dinner table um quite a lot of crazy stories about what mom's like come up <laughs> and if that's how they remember me I'm okay with that yeah. and you're absolutely right Jackie what memories are there if I'm just sitting watching tv day after day and not doing anything yep Nothing for them to tell their kids later on. Nothing for your grandkids to laugh about. You know, grandma did this. And, you know, that's what makes exactly. life life. Exactly. And I don't want to, like you mentioned earlier, um, the big thing for me, and I've experienced this through my children who have worked in long-term care homes, as well as people that I've known working in long-term care homes, that we get to a place sometimes where we have to make too many regrets, We wish we had done something. I don't know how many years I have left. No one knows. And that's probably a good thing. But I don't want to be 85 years old looking back on 15 years of not doing anything because I didn't know what to do or I was afraid. Did I hurt myself when I fell? Yeah. I would have hurt myself when I was 14. So what? You do what you can. And the body's a remarkable instrument. I'm not telling anybody to go run a marathon because I sure wouldn't, (laughs) but I could go out and do a lot of walking. Yeah, that's, uh, it's funny you mentioned marathons. Actually, I I was down jogging on the treadmill. I don't do it any length of time really, or, or any distance, but what gets, goes through my head as I'm doing my little, you know, 12 and a half minute mile kind of pace, how could I do this for a marathon? I, I can't even imagine doing this long enough to run a marathon but then the people that do the marathons are doing it a little faster and then you know that goes but they're also not they also didn't start on a marathon when they first began i talked to a lady a couple of days ago who went from what she called what she called this her 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 safe cube job and she started running she started walking she said she went halfway down the block about three houses collapsed on the front lawn now she's a personal trainer and has done a number of marathons wow. because she just started. started that's it yeah and that's all it so is so i think we can all do something 
I, I, you know what I did this past summer, Jackie? I have always been a swimmer, but I don't like being cold. So I've been a little reluctant as of late, but I decided this past summer, I was going to try paddle boarding. Oh, wow. How'd it go? And I did. I did. I rented a board. I was with some friends and I did. And I was not overly successful. And probably, you know, there were a bunch of young people that were real experts on the beach doing it. And But they were very kind and throwing off, uh, yelling at me advice. Uh, they were wonderful. And my only regret, talking about regrets, is that maybe if I'd done it in July, I would have had more opportunities rather than the last swim of the season. So, yeah, I mean, falling in the water is really, if you can swim, is relatively safe as far as your body is concerned. So, yeah, but it's a small step. Was I an expert at it? Hardly, but I will persevere and maybe get just even a wee bit better next year. So I see that the same as running. Yep, that's so it. you're doing a treadmill exercise and doing that. And of course it's indoors now, but good for you for doing that. Oh, thank you. That's excellent. You look like, uh, you look like someone who is uh, staying fit as you can. Trying to. Yeah. That's excellent. Well, we can all try. Yep, exactly. You do what you can get up and move around. It keeps the things going. Yeah. Yeah. I sound like I'm, I sound like I'm lecturing. I mean, that's, that's a, I'm a retired teacher. So, uh, and I do workshops. So I still have this, mm, you know, like, let's get out there and do things. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You've got to coax some of the people up off the sofa sometimes. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. And I think they would thank us for it, Jackie. I think those people that you're reaching out to, um, if we can inspire just one person to just be a little bit more active and take better care and take small steps and move forward. I think they would be so thankful. Yeah, I think so too. Even though we might annoy them in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanking us through gritted teeth as we push them out the door. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. (laughs) So you were talking, you mentioned you're going on a road trip. Can you tell us a little bit about it? I would love to, thank you. I, as I said, I'll be 70 and I'm doing, I never did the sixties road trip because I was too young, but this is my seventies trip and uh, you know, God willing and me able and COVID sort of abated. My plan is to solo RV and do all the provinces and all the territories. I'll be gone for six months, starting early May to the end of October. Talking to people about getting out and doing something and not putting things off till later to, you know, to take advantage of what life has to offer. You know, that might not be something anybody else would like to do, but that's what I want to do. And hopefully I'll be able to meet a number of people and be able to speak to them and find, you know, generate some interest in the idea of what are you putting off that maybe now's the time, you know, um, We've all been staying home and hopefully we'll stay out. Now, Jackie, one of the things I've noticed, and maybe you could put uh, your comment on this, is we're hearing on the news about um, uh, physical activity equipment being sold out. Like in the summer, it was bicycles. And right now I'm hearing that there's a, there's a run on skis. People are taking up, you know, probably cross country as well as downhill. Now, mind you, I don't do anything that doesn't have brakes, but I would do cross country <laughs> skiing. Um, but 
my thoughts are the people that are doing this might be at a younger age group. And I think it's excellent. But what can we do as far as, you know, the more senior people, like those that are retired, like you're talking about, are they believing wrongly, perhaps, that they can't do those things, that they've missed the boat? So watching these young people get out and doing things, I think is phenomenal. And I, you know, I think we should follow them, copy what they're doing. I think you're right. I think that's a great idea. And, and I also agree that I think a lot of older people are thinking they might have missed the boat and it's not true. You can start, mm-hmm. you can start anytime. You just start a little slower, maybe. Don't, you know, don't have <laughs> such big images or big goals. Oh, you mean like losing 50 pounds in January? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like break it down. Okay, I'm going to lose two pounds a week. Well, I can do that. Yeah. Yep. yeah. 10 pounds in January. Well, I think you, weren't, you the, weren't you saying, though, that you're, you're a strong proponent on it's never too late? Exactly. It's never too late. I believe that. Deep in my heart. Mm-hmm. The only time it's too late is when they're lowering you down into your grave. at that point you've missed the boat yes completely completely uh you sit on the dock and wave goodbye you know it's kind of like yeah no i um i totally agree with with your message and i think i really would like to see how we can ignite people to take this on not just to have the head knowledge but to actually get it in their souls and say okay i think I think it's time, like it's time to wake up. Yeah, it's hard to, uh, you see a lot of things on on Facebook these days, challenges to get moving, <clears throat> excuse me, challenges to do things. It's harder to stir up the uh, the retired age group, I think, mm-hmm. with that sort of thing. But that's, that's the kind of idea you need, you, something that will grab them that'll say, that they can say, hey, you know, yep, I can do that and step out, mm-hmm. step out and do it. I think like these walking poles. Yep. You see some people with walking poles, but I personally, I don't know about you where you are, but I don't see enough. I see there's a couple of little groups in my town of, of women who get out and go walking and, and they were walking every day and suddenly they started using the poles. So I, you know, I know that little, that little uh, thing got on, on track for them. And, but yeah, there's, I get out, I go out early. I'm out at 4.30 in the morning now. And oh my word. there's one man that I see that I pass every day, depending on oh my you know, exactly what time I get out. He's at a different spot, of course, but we go by <laughs> each other and wave every morning. <laughs> so, I've heard about people like you, but I never met one. <laughs> yeah, I, I brought it on myself. I started feeding my cats too early. So now they expect it at 4.30 because I was up one morning. Oh. So I fed them. So now I take oh, the dog. Out. I've got one of those. <laughs> I've got one of those, Jackie, but I'm afraid I get out and give him some treats and go back to bed. <laughs> They're a little bit too impatient. The dog wants out, you know, the dog's going out. Oh, I might as yeah. well go to get the day going. Well, you know, if that's the motivation, right? Yeah. So sometimes we need to look and say, what can we put in our lives that will motivate us? Yep. You know, you've got, you've got the pets, which are, good for you in that sense. In fact, I read something not too long ago that said seniors should 
maybe have a dog that gets them out walking. I was just going to mention that. And that would be a good incentive. Yeah. Our, our, our next challenge will be go out and get a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe an I would older say to dog. anybody, yeah, don't get, yeah, don't give, don't give somebody a puppy no. saying that this is good for them. No. Yeah, that's not a good plan. <laughs> but as far as, you know, that's the physical side of it, but we, we you know, the mental. the mental side of it. I went to, well, I was a high school dropout. At 18, I had a terrible relationship with my family. I just, my mom and my dad, I was adopted and, you know, it just wasn't a good match. And so at 18, I just quit school. I was engaged to a fellow in the military and it just seemed like a good idea. Let's go get married. I ran away from home, basically. So I quit high school halfway through the final year as a, as a grade A student. And 20 years later, I realized I wasn't as smart as I thought I was. <laughs> so I went back to school and became a teacher at 40. Oh, good for you. So I learned, thank you. I learned that ongoing, ongoing learning is great too. I wasn't the oldest in my class. Wow. So there are a lot of courses. There are a lot of things that people could do if they had the desire to learn to play the piano, play a guitar, uh, learn a new language, all kinds of things to keep them mentally strong as well. Um, I like watching TV. I'm not anti-TV, but I think there needs to be the balance. So keeping mentally strong is also important as far as, you know, learning what we can do to take care of ourselves even. Yeah. There are lots of things too that you can do to keep keep your mental agility going. I mean, there's so many puzzles and things you can do. Um, that sort of stuff you can you can learn mm-hmm. new new crafts. You can learn new hobbies. You can you know go back to school like you said. There's you know these days mm-hmm. it's going to be uh, uh, distance learning, of course, but you know there's nothing wrong with that either. No, and I think uh, maybe even for an, uh, a retired person, the online learning might be a more welcoming uh, platform because, you know, maybe we're a little reluctant about going and sitting in with the young people. But I personally really like hanging out with young people because they're doing exciting things. Yeah. They've got they've always got something to say as far as, um, you know, what they've been up to and what they've learned and exciting things. The people that don't really get out and do much of anything, they become difficult to spend time with because they have nothing to share. The conversation gets very stilted. Yeah, I was going to say boring, but you're kinder than I am. (laughs) (laughs) I find that difficult because I'm not interested in how much, you know, things cost at the store. And, you know, I don't need that much. I'm not a shopper. And I'm looking for people that are sharing things to have this ongoing engagement, which is what you're offering with your podcast, which is so good. Oh, thank you. It's, it's hard, isn't it? it? To keep up a conversation when you know it's going to be one-sided, you ask them a question and there's a one word answer, even if it's not a yes or no question. <laughs> it's like talking to a teenager yeah. sometimes. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, I get that. I have, I have twin grandsons and one's a chatterbox like his family. <laughs> his, his dad's like that too, so I won't take all the blame. Um, and the other twin is much quieter. And it could be because it's his nature or the other twin won't let him say anything. I'm not quite sure, but it is difficult. And uh, I did a TV show for Rogers up north where I live for about four years. And because I produced it. And the reason I started it is because when my husband took ill, I was an English teacher and I knew nothing about healthcare. 
So it struck me as a good idea to have this talk show and I could invite all these healthcare professionals to teach me what I needed to know. Oh, good idea. And it was something I really enjoyed, but I wanted a conversationalist, somebody that I could learn from. I mean, it was a bit selfish, but I, I found out that my listeners enjoyed it as well. <laughs> but, you know, you don't, you want more than that, just simple response. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking, going back to your cross-country tour that you're doing, you were talking about um, sharing your message. Are you planning, have you got it planned out with specific stops where you're going to talk to people or are you just going to wing it as you go? How are you planning? Half and half, Jackie. I think some of it I can solidify and I probably need to. I have contacts in every province and territory. Oh, nice. So primarily I will be able to set up a base for each place. I planned it out. I've, I've got actually, I've got a t-shirt. I'm going to start a GoFundMe page and I've got a t-shirt to give away. That's like a, a rock star tour with all the, you know, the, the months on, on the back of where I'm going to be. So I'm starting in BC okay. in early May and then I will go to, I will hit the uh, Maritimes, primarily Newfoundland and Labrador uh, early September. And then I'll work my way back to Ontario where I live. So it, I'll scoot through Northern Ontario quickly. And so I have, a, I have a basic outline and I'm building my, following my relationships, my people to connect with them. I have some that are interested in hosting me for a speaking event, which is really what I would like to do. I, my book is brand new. It is on Amazon. It is called Don't Die Before You're Dead. And I have people buying it off Amazon and I haven't even got my first copies <laughs> to show you yet. So it's, it, that's how new it is. Wow. So um, yeah, I hope to be able to have some of those events along the way. And uh, I have my own equipment basically so that if COVID is in the way, I can hold open air meetings out in some parks. Right. Oh, that'd so be awesome. I think that'll be kind of interesting. Yeah, that's great. I hope so. <laughs> I was going to ask you where you were starting since I know you're in Ontario. You're around Kincardine? Or are you in Toronto? I lived in Kincardine for 20 years, okay. but I'm down just outside of Toronto okay. and Oakville now. So I was, wasn't sure yeah. if you were going to start there and kind of circle around or pick one coast. Yeah, so yeah. start in BC. Well, you see, people are so good to let you know and give you advice. And I've, I've always been saying, you know, like now's the time to tell me where to go, what to do, what to see, because this is so new. Yeah. I don't know really what I'm doing, which is okay. I'm flexible enough. This would not be a trip suitable for somebody who likes every detail planned because that's so not me i'm open for adventure so i mean i don't want to be so inflexible that if something happens i can't run off and enjoy it um, but somebody told me going from the east coast to the west is more scenic and um i don't want to be in the maritimes in may vancouver's better in may <laughs> so i've learned that yes. My plan was kind of to go through the northern U.S. because I really didn't want to go through the prairies twice. Not because I don't like the prairies, no offense to anyone who lives there, but I wanted to see it with fresh eyes as part of the tour. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll be able to do that. It's still, in some people's eyes, May is almost here. Yeah. But I still think of it as being a uh, fair Four enough months, time yeah. to, yeah, I hope so. Still waiting to see what vaccines are going to do. Yeah. All we can do is uh, wait and see, I guess. Hope yeah. for the best yeah. and plan for uh, whatever, you know, whatever happens. 
Exactly. Exactly. So first thing I need to do is I need to get a camper van. So I've been looking around. I'm looking for sponsors. Uh, so, I, you know, I've got my work cut out for me, but it's it's going to be exciting. And is there a little bit of fear? Yeah. Yeah. Going solo by myself, doing all of this. Um, there's a measure of apprehension, but there's a lot of excitement, too. And look at the people I might meet and the stories that I'll hear. Yep. Maybe I'll come back with a book of all Canadiana stories. Exactly. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be amazing. I had a friend yeah. who uh, was walking across Canada. You know, fellow my, oh fellow my. my age, he started on the East Coast and was making his way across the west, across to the West Coast. Fantastic. Lots of stories there. You meet a lot of people when you're walking. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. And I'm sure you'll meet a lot of people too. Well, I hope to, Jackie. I mean, that's part of the experience. Yep. I'm not, I'm, you can probably tell I'm not a hermit. <laughs> I like people. Um, Hadn't occurred to me. I'd like to get, <laughs> no, I'd like to get out and meet people and hear their stories because it's, everybody has a story to tell. Yep. That's right. And that's wonderful. So you've got a book on Amazon. You've got a website, marymccartney.com. I'll put that in the, mm-hmm. uh, in the show notes so everybody can, uh, can check you out because you've got a lot of interesting things on there. You've been in Toastmasters for a long time. You're a a marvelous speaker. It's, it's very apparent, but you've got a coaching business. (laughs) You've got a lot of things going on in your life. I do actually. uh, Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes it gets a little overwhelming and uh, you know, I need to be mindful of the direction I'm choosing. And right now I'm kind of, transitioning perhaps from a more corporate audience to maybe a more of a um the woman on the on the road on the street to be the encourager for the woman who wants to go the next chapter to prepare for retirement to look at what's beyond retirement to share things like you know coming here and being able to let people know that you have guests coming to share their perspectives on uh, what to do and what's open for them. So I'm, I'm in a bit of a transition here, but Hey, life is meant to be lived and I intend to get up every day and do something. And I, and I don't want people to think that it's, um, you know, if you stay home and you spend the day knitting, that it's a waste. Oh, That's yeah. not, I mean, we need self-care as well. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's balance. Yep. Perfect. So you can't be all one extreme staying home doing nothing and then never taking a chance to or time to, to rest up and feed your soul and your mind and your body. So, yeah, I'm all about balance, too, as well. So that's great. Anyway, it's a lot on the go, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> and I think that that message, that's a good place to end. I think that balance is what's important. And, you know, it doesn't matter which side of the, uh, the balance uh, you're on or which side of the pendulum you're swinging to you need to come back. You need to find a, a way to do a little bit of both sides. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to keep us healthy, keep us sane, keep us moving forward so that we don't die until we're dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well said, Jackie. Well said. Well, thank you so much for being with me today, uh, Mary. I've really enjoyed it. I think this has been a fabulous conversation. Well, thank and you. I wish you all the best on your uh, on your tr- tour. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, maybe you'll use your podcast to uh, help people keep track of you. 
I hope to blogs and articles and, and the podcast for sure. And maybe I'll meet people and I'll have live podcasts yeah. sitting at the side of the road on my van or whatever. So open to, and to your listeners, anybody who has advice for me, I'm, I'm all ears. I would welcome that. And thank you for the opportunity yeah. to ask your listeners to, you know, tell me where to go <laughs> and what to do. <laughs> Nicely, of course. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Great. Thanks so much, Mary. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late. <laughs>